Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this episode, my guests are Christy and Amanda, a memory momentum to share with you how to really organize not only your physical but your digital photos. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and my book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, how do you organize your physical and your digital photos? You may already have a system in place, and I would love for you to share it with me. So just some facts I found from TNW, and these are just global facts in regards to our photos. It turns out in South, South Koreans are by far the worst selfie hoarders, storing an average of 1,400 images on their phone, according to new research from antivirus firm Avast. Malaysians come in runner-up spot with an average of 1,300 photos stored on their phones, followed by the Swiss with 1,200, South Africa and Austria completed the top five with 1,100, and then... By contrast, Ukrainians, Russians, and Vietnamese users save fewer images, maybe about 400 on average, 300. With childhood besties, grew up in a small town in Canada, RN and teacher turned self-made CEOs, hockey moms, coffee lovers, scrapbook junkies, legacy recording fanatics, and obsessive learners, and passive about loving and sharing photos. And they help women create more time in their lives to get the iPhones and print photos organized without overwhelm in order to get their photo projects done and or started loving their collections again. And they organize the chaos and unleash the inner photo organizer. So sit back, take notes, because they've got some really, you know, Christy dropped some really great nuggets on photo organizing. Well, hello, listeners. I'm excited because this is one of my, I guess, favorite topics to talk about is photo organizing. And I think that's because my mother was a photographer and then she developed her own pictures. And then when she passed away, I had tubs of pictures I had to go through. So today I have one of the women who are behind Memory Momentum and I have Christy with me today. So I'm excited about our conversation and getting tips for you because not only do we have the physical photos, you know, we have these devices and I say devices with Mm -hmm. lots of photos. So Christy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me to come here. It's one of my favorite, favorite things to talk about. I could talk about it all day. So I appreciate the invite. So what made you and Amanda decide to like really come together and do this? Well, it's actually kind of a funny story and a little bit of a long story. So I'll try to, I'll try to make it a little bit shorter for you. So my oldest daughter is 17. And when my family threw me her baby shower, someone gifted me some really colorful sparkly pens, some paper, 
and and a colorful book. And I automatically thought journal because I've been somewhat of a journal uh, journaler since I was a child. So once I started taking pictures of my daughter, which of course, being a first time mom, I took a lot of them. I realized that I could combine her photos with this book, the pretty pens, the paper, and I could really display her story in a fun and beautiful way. So thrilled with myself that I told my sister who just had her baby, her first baby two weeks before I did. I said, oh my gosh, look what I just did. Like, this is so amazing. And she looked at me and said, um, Christy, it's called scrapbooking. Have you never heard of Michael's? And I was immediately kind of crushed because I literally thought that I just invented scrapbooking. And so but whatever, that's a different story. But this is what started my love affair with scrapbooks. So I continued to make scrapbooks for my daughter. Um, and then when my second daughter came along, they were big enough to sort of get into my supplies. So I couldn't really get in there and be creative. So I had to switch to digital scrapbooking, which is essentially making a scrapbook on the computer, but then you get it printed into a photo book. Um, and a lot of those people call that like a, like a coffee table book. So I did this for a lot of years. I started doing this for myself. I started doing this for family and friends. And around this time, Amanda, my business partner and a childhood best friend, um, she started to decide to make photo books for herself. And being a new mom, she started to survey all the moms in her little group and were asking like how they were going about doing this. And when she asked me, I told her how I combined photos with story and that sort of resonated with her. So that's when she jumped on the photo book, like the photo book train. So we're happy going along, creating our photo books, doing all the wonderful things we were doing for our family and friends. And then disaster hit. So the company where we would get our books um, printed went out of business. So we were thinking like, what the heck are we going to do? So Amanda turned to Google and found an entire community of women that were making businesses out of doing this for other women. Essentially what we were doing for ourselves and our family and friends and we, it blew our mind. So we decided, why not, as an RN and a teacher, five small children between us, absolutely no business experience. Why don't we just go ahead and do this? So that's how Memory Momentum was born. But in the past, when I was told by people that I should be getting paid for this, I thought there's no way you can start to get paid for something that you're absolutely in love with. So it just didn't even cross our mind until we saw this beautiful community of women. And then that's sort of how we got started. Wow. And it's so nice that you're able to do something that you truly love and are passionate about and really can help other people because the photos is just an area where so many people are just so overwhelmed. So what are some of the things when it comes to the photos that maybe we just do wrong? Is it with the storing of it? Is it the, you know, we don't label when we should, what are we just doing wrong, Christy? Well, because this is an important one. So because our photo collections really aren't usually something we have um, in our everyday lives, we're not interacting with them, we usually set them aside. So we store them places, um, sort of that they're out of the way. So for example, like attics, basements, bins, storage units, um, like you said at the beginning, like bins and bins, boxes full of photos. And ultimately, we just do not want these photos anywhere where it's damp, where it's hot, where it's cold, or where those temperatures fluctuate. Um, because it's gonna damage not only printed photos, but digital photos as well. 
you really want to have your photos stored in a climate controlled area. And even if your basement is climate controlled, a lot of the times around the, the edges of your basement, they can be a lot damper than you actually, um, you actually realize. So you just want to be mindful of that. And so a little bit of a tip uh, for printed photos, you in a perfect photo organizing world, we would always suggest for you to store your printed photos in archival safe boxes or photo safe boxes, which are lignin and acid free. So what that does is help your photo not deteriorate over time. Sometimes it can be a little bit pricier um, than other kind of boxes you have around your house, but ultimately in a perfect world, that's where we'd want you to have them. Uh, you can always go to the internet and Google archival safe boxes or photo safe boxes and you can find them there. But in the shorter term, if you're not able to get uh, a hold of some of these archival safe boxes, if you're able and you need to transfer your printed photos into somewhere safe, you can use like shoe boxes or photo boxes that you can just get from your local craft store. It's not the long term game, but it is a shorter term um, game to get your printed photos safe. And then just on a side note, for safety reasons, if you're getting your, your printed photos out of the basements, attics, wherever, and you start going through them and you notice that your photos are sort of stuck and you start to unpeel them, if those photos start to discolor, you see a little bit of discoloration, we just want you to stop right there. That is the starting of some mold. So you just wanna sort of head outside um, to a well-ventilated area or a garage with the door open, something like that. Wear some gloves, goggles, N95. You just don't want to be breathing in those molds for. So that would, is what we would suggest for the printed photos. Um, and then your digital photos, it's a little bit of an issue. <laughs> so to store, and when I say digital photos, I also mean movies, things like that. We're talking laptops, CDs, external hard drives, reels, like you name it, digital is sort of everywhere. And a lot of the people that we talk to think that if their digital photo is just sitting there in some old laptop, that it's like safe forever, but that's absolutely not the case. So your digital photos definitely deteriorate over time as well. So it's a good idea to have all that old media transferred to something new, like newer external hard drives or iCloud storage or combination of both, and then have a backup of that for sure. Because you do not want to go to your old CD collection, go to watch your home videos and then realize that they're all gone because that was that would just be devastating. So you can always just find a local photo organizer in your area that maybe have that as a service or just see if you have a local media transfer community um, company in your area uh, that can do that for you. A little side tip, you want to just ask them if they do the transferring in-house or if they ship out because you don't want your memories being shipped like around the world to have um, your digital media transferred. So that would just be like a little side note, a little side note. So in each case, printed or digital, whether you're able to or even want to organize your photo collection, at the very least, you want to get your photo collection safe. So remove them from that environment. And then if you want to move forward um, down the line to get your photos into an archi archival safe box or then start organizing your digital photos, at least you know that the memory is sitting there waiting for you. Well, Chrissy, that was a that was some really good information. I mean, things you just don't think about when it comes to photos, whether it's a physical photo mm -hmm. or a digital. Because one of the things I did with my mother's photos, it was so many because it started from 1923 up until I was born in the 60s. So that, and then I just had to kind of figure out and I got the paper 
like you suggested. Mm -hmm. So for somebody listening who, you know, like me, had the tubs, <laughs> you've got the negatives, you've got all the stuff. How mm -hmm. would you tell them to go about just getting like, what, what would they do to just get started? So not to be overwhelmed and maybe hyperventilate like, oh, my gosh, this is going to take me forever. <laughs> so this is usually the number one question that Amanda and I get in some sort of fashion all of the time. They want all the, the key strategies. But honestly, that is such a big question and not one that I'd be able to answer like in one little interview. So I am going to give a few simple tips to be able to start organizing like right away so that you can get the overwhelm and stuff like that out of the way because that's huge. So tip number one, with your, doesn't matter if you're using printed or digital photos, you want to know the why. Why are you doing this? Why are you wanting to get your photos organized? Why are you trying to get them safe? And we don't mean the why like, well, because I want an organized photo collection. We mean your big why. So for example, my big why would be, I want my photos safe and organized so that my kids, grandkids and great grandkids could know our family traditions, our family stories, our family members without possibly even have met so that my love is gonna transcend down the generations. So that would be my big why. So if you know your big why and why you wanna get this project done on those days that you're just like, oh, I just can't do it anymore. And you know, a little bit of overwhelm is starting to sneak in, that's gonna keep you going through that process. So that would be tip number one. Doesn't matter what you're doing, that's tip number one. Tip number two, when working with your printed photos, we always suggest that you need to gather all of those photos into one centralized location and make it easy for yourself to get to them. Because if you only have 30 minutes a month to dedicate to whatever you're doing, you don't want it to take you three hours to find what you're doing because you're just gonna give up. So that would be tip number one for sure. And a little side note, if you're working with your collection, we would we always recommend having what we call a photo journal sitting next to you. That could be just print, that could be just paper stapled together. It could be an inexpensive notebook you get from the dollar store. Sitting, you've got your 30 minutes, you jot down where you left off so that the next time you go to sit down, you can look at your journal and know, oh, I know exactly where I started. You don't really have to spend the next 15 minutes trying to figure out what, what you're doing. Um, and it's also a good place if you have ideas or family quotes or stories or anything like that that come up when you're going through your photos, you can jot it down there. Just gets everything out of your brain so you can organize your time and you're not just sitting there going like, what was I doing? So that's just a little tip when you're doing photo, uh, your printed photos. Tip number two, when, oh no, we're on to tip number three now. <laughs> when, <laughs> tip number three, when you are working with your digital collection, so like I've said before, this is a beast of a topic. So with there's so many different types of, of digital media and you really have to have an organized system and a plan in place to gather and organize all those different things. So again, we could go into this for hours and hours and hours and I, you and I would be talking for another week. So this is what Amanda and I always say when it comes to digital. Whatever you're working on, your laptop, external hard drives, iPhone, whatever it is, our number one tip is to delete, delete, delete. If you take once a week, once a month, we don't even care, whatever fits into your, into your schedule that you can pull off, 
you want to go in there and just start to delete the clutter, the duplicate photos, the photos you don't want. Like think about your iPhones and your cell phones. How many screenshots do we take now? Pinterest ideas, pictures of the pickle jar at the store, the dresses. So I always like to say to somebody, imagine your great grandchildren looking at your photo collection. Are they really gonna wanna watch, see that screenshot of the Pinterest hack that you were just doing? No, get rid of the unwanted photos. That way, if you're able to sit down and actually organize, some of that clutter is already gone. Or if you're hiring an organizer to do something with you, you've just saved time and money in getting rid of some of that clutter. So again, know your why, get your printed photos in one location and easily accessible and delete, delete, delete. That is exactly what we would suggest. And if you only have 30 minutes a month, schedule it. You will feel so much better when you actually take those small wins and run with them. I like that, Christy, just taking a little bit of time each month and just mm -hmm. really focusing. And I like also the journal. So you'll kind of know where you are, where you stop, but most importantly, the why. And that's, mm -hmm. that's really key. It's like, why, why am I sitting here in the midst of all these photos <laughs> and organizing everything? And I think for me, my why was my mother had taken so many pictures of my cousins and of course mm -hmm. their parents, my aunts and uncles that I wanted to, and when they were children, and I wanted to give them back to them because one of my cousins, right. he's like six, seven, but I have a picture of him when he was two in his little, you know, Easter outfit and everything. And I'm like, I know <laughs> you don't have this one. So, so I liked it. So Christy and all that you do as a businesswoman, mm -hmm. as a wife, as a mother, how do you stay organized? How do you do it? Well, <laughs> it's a bit of a progression. But my collection, I like to call it, it's a little bit of a hybrid um, collection. So it's a mix of printed and digital, just for people out there. So in my generation, we sort of transitioned from that printed photo to the digital camera into the cell phone and iPhone. So ultimately I would like to have my entire collection in my Apple photo library, which is the library that's right on my cell phone. But no photo collection is perfect, including mine. So baby steps is what I'm trying to do to get to there. But in the meantime, I organize all of my photo collection bits and pieces in a way that makes sense to me so that I can find those photos. So my printed photos are all stored in archival safe boxes by year, month, and event. Um, I also have photo books, obviously it's like what I love to do, around my house and they're up on my walls and things like that. My pre-iPhone digital photos are organized on my PC in yearly folders uh, and then month and event. And of course, I have a backup of that. And then my iPhone or my Apple photo collection is organized in yearly or event folders, then broken down into albums, uh, monthly albums or event albums. And now I'm more of the, the printed photo organizing person and Amanda is our Apple iPhone like guru. So whenever I have an issue, I just call her up and she's my photo organizer. She tells me exactly what to do. Or sometimes she just takes over my collection and does it for me. So the number one thing, no matter how you're organizing your photos, you just want to know that no photo collection is gonna be perfect. It has to reflect the way you think and how you wanna see your collection. And you just wanna take little steps to get towards that and keep maintaining and um, trying to reach your goal. Wow. Well, it has been a pleasure to talk to you. So how can listeners get in contact with you as well as Amanda so you can help them organize their photos? Well, 
thank you so much for having me again anytime I will talk photos till your ears fall off I swear to god so um, if anybody wanted to get in touch with us whether it just be to receive our weekly emails which are full of fun photo organizing tips or just to start following us on social, on social media or find out how they can work with us you can just head over to www.memorymomentum.com and we can uh, hook up there and of course, listeners, you know, I will have a direct link to our guest website on the show page. So Christy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. So did you write down all of Christy's nuggets that she dropped in regards to photo organizing? OMG. So now we're going to transition to Taylor's tip time, and I'm just going to kind of piggyback off of, you know, some photo organizing tips. Number one, you need to set a goal. Is it going to be digital? Is it going to be physical? Number two, get your supplies, whatever your supplies need. Maybe you need a hard drive. Maybe you're deciding to do things virtually. So what um, platform will you be using? Maybe you need some boxes. Maybe you need that archival paper, which Christy and I both mentioned, and I love it because it really helped me preserve some of the photos that my mother had taken. Schedule a date. Purge. Get rid of those pictures that may show an elbow. It may be a seal on a wall, a foot, a shoe. And then just maintenance. Just making sure that, you know, regularly when you, especially... Um, take photos with your phone make sure you regularly purge um, make sure that um, you regularly organize things as well have you been working on getting organized and feel that you need someone to help you from start to finish by providing you with details needed to clear the clutter and get organized let's talk so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with virtual sessions All you have to do is go to my contact page, schedule a 15-minute conversation. We can talk about your project. I can give you a few nuggets to help you get started. And then you can see if we want to go continue further. And then, of course, maybe you are just overwhelmed, feeling like you can't manage all this happening at work, at business, in life. Let me help you. I work with clients so they can get things done without feeling stressed and overwhelmed and burned out. Create a life so you can have time to do all the things you want to do without feeling overwhelmed. So click the link in the show page on Strategize and Organize. I definitely want to thank you for following me on social media. I appreciate each and every one of you. And of course, make sure you check out my Pinterest page. And this week, check out the board on photo organizing. So wait a minute, I can hear you chanting, I can hear you chanting globally. What time is it? Toss it Tuesday time. And this week, I want you to just kind of, as you are working through the photos, maybe go through your phone and delete some of those photos that just are not what you want them to be. And also maybe do the same with some physical photos as well. So get rid of the bad photos. My app suggestion for this week, of course, you can use Dropbox. Of course, you've got your drives. You can use Dropbox to organize things. My product suggestion for this week is a photo file box. And that will allow you to store negatives, prints, etc. And, you know, you can do it in a more organized fashion. 
And of course, you can always check out my Pinterest page and, you know, check out the repurpose section because maybe there is a way that you can repurpose some of those photos. You know, some of the things, some of the photos that I have my family, I'm actually going to create different photo walls and things like that. Um, I take some of those those old photos and I take um, an old frame and maybe I take some old earrings of my mom's. I, you know, sometimes you can just get creative and think outside the box. My book selection for this week is Photo Organizing Made Easy. Going from overwhelmed to overjoyed. Oh, I like that. From overwhelmed to overjoyed. And my quote for this week is, we take photos as a return ticket to a moment otherwise gone. I want to say that again. We take photos as a return ticket to a moment otherwise gone. Well, I definitely want to thank you for listening. And be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And be sure to visit me at www.JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day, but most of all, have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized. Thank you.